What's going on guys? Back finally. It's been a long, long time. I think my last uh, episode was right before the Stanley Cup playoff. And we're going to go over that today. The NBA Finals and then some huge news in college football today. Texas and Oklahoma are going to leave the Big 12 for the SEC. What that means for college football, the SEC uh, the Big 12, and, of course, Texas and Oklahoma. So let's get right into it. We'll start with the Stanley Cup playoffs. You know, not a lot of surprises, or surprises here. Uh, you know, a lot of people, I thought Toronto would, would get out of the North, just seeing how weak the North was. Uh, Toronto did classic Toronto, choked the 3-1 lead to a red-hot Montreal Canadiens team, and that was that. Montreal went on to get out of the North by sweeping the Jets, who, you know, swept the Edmonton Oilers, who are the Los Angeles Angels of baseball, or the Los Angeles Angels of hockey. Um, You also had some great series. Tampa and Florida was a good six games. Tampa moved on. The Islanders... Getting past Boston, of course. Uh, the Capitals losing to Boston earlier. And then eventually, you know, with the Wild and Vegas, they won seven games. That was a fun series. Vegas coming back against Colorado down 2 nothing, Winning four straight there. So the final four, we had Colorado. Or no, we had Vegas, Montreal, Tampa, and the Islanders. Islanders and Tampa. Went seven games, Tampa. Uh, the juggernaut they are was able to prevail in seven games, uh, mainly because Andre Vasilevsky is a complete brick wall. And so, fourth, uh, Montreal pulled off the upset against Vegas. Just red hot, man. Just red hot. The power play was red hot. You got guys like Shea Weber, whose career is probably over due to injury, unfortunately. Uh, should be a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Carey Price, one of the best goalies to ever live. Um, was doing his thing, finally got to a Stanley Cup final. But, again, Tampa, too much, just a juggernaut. They are able to go back-to-back, able to easily win uh, the final in five games. So Tampa Bay Lightning are your Stanley Cup champions two years in a row, and teams just stacked. I mean, you got Kucherov coming back in the playoffs, Stamkos, Played pretty pretty well in the playoffs. You know, Victor Hedman and then Vasilevsky in that. No one can score against this guy. I mean, no one can score against that guy at all. I think he's the main reason why they're Stanley Cup champions. Uh, he's the Conn Smythe Trophy winner for a reason. Well-deserved. So, overall, uh, I think Tampa's just a juggernaut, man. I think everyone knows that. And, uh, you know, congrats to them on back-to-back titles. Uh, they were able to do it. A lot of people were upset that Nikita Kucherov did not play during the regular season and just came back in the postseason. And they're $18 million over the cap. But, hey, those are the rules. Um, not Tampa's fault that the, they know how to actually you know, find a loophole. So hats off to Tampa. Just another dominant run. Uh, who would have thought after that 4-0 sweep a couple years ago to Columbus that just drastic collapse. A lot of people thought they should just blow it up. Uh, 
But now they're back-to-back champions, and they're on the verge of becoming a dynasty. So we'll see if they can do it next year. Moving on. Don't really want to talk about this. Moving on to the NBA Finals. Uh, You guys know uh, I'm from Arizona. I'm a huge AZ sports fan. I do love the Phoenix Suns. I picked them to win the Finals. Um, They just fell short, unfortunately, to a better team. I was actually in Milwaukee for Game 5. My buddy was getting married up there. Just happened to be in Milwaukee the week of the NBA Finals. Uh, watched the game at the Deer District. Uh, for the most part, Bucks fans are pretty nice. Uh, treated me, uh, you know, very kindly for the most part. I mean, there's some hecklers, but they're mostly just a bunch of young kids. So it is what it is. I had a lot of fun, actually. It was pretty awesome. But... uh Hats off to Giannis and the Bucks. They're just the better team on a mission, getting past the Nets. And then in the finals, you know, the Hawks, they got past the Hawks without Giannis. Then they get to the finals, winning four straight. Um, they were just a better team for four straight games. It was hard to watch. Uh, they couldn't miss a shot. They were playing excellent defense. Uh, Giannis, honestly, Giannis put on... Probably the best finals performance I've ever seen. Um, and then the closeout game, obviously, for him to get uh, 51 points, uh, like 14 rebounds and five blocks is pretty absurd. So pretty painful loss as a Phoenix Suns fan. Uh, or more painful as an Arizona sports fan than a Phoenix Suns fan. Uh, what a great season for my Suns. You know, two years ago, we only won 19 games worst. Worst team in the league, and then two years later, we're playing in the NBA Finals. Um, from that perspective, as a fan, it's very gratifying um, the turnaround that the Suns have made, and mainly in part to James Jones, Monty Williams, and Devin Booker's loyalty, and the development of DeAndre Aiden, and the acquirement of Chris Paul. But, uh, as a Suns fan, you know, it hurts. It hurts a lot to go now 0-3 in the NBA Finals, not to get that first championship. Uh, we're able to beat both L.A. teams. That was awesome. Send LeBron packing. Send the Clippers packing. Uh, we're the true kings of L.A. now. Sweep sweep the MVP in, in Jokic. Um, had a lot of fun this season. But as an AZ sports fan, it's... Uh, it hurts. It hurts because this was the best chance for Arizona to get a title since that 0-1 D-backs team, which a lot of people just kind of forget. Uh, but I wasn't really around for that. I was like three or two years old when that happened. And D-backs have been irrelevant since then. You know, the Cardinals had a miracle run. Uh, they, you know, lost in the last 30 seconds. And then, you know, the Suns. All those years with Nash came up short, and then this year finally get to the finals with this team, beat both the L.A. teams. Uh, it hurts. It hurts. It still hurts. Um, you know, just being a couple of days off it. Uh, we'll see if CP3 stays with us or he decides to go play with LeBron. That would just be the most Suns thing ever. Um, but overall, a pretty good NBA playoffs. I'm not a huge NBA fan. I think they're too political. I think the superstars are are divas nowadays, and there's too much flopping and and fouls called in the game. But overall, a pretty damn good playoffs for the NBA. Uh, The ratings are still atrocious, but um, 
You know, it was good to see my sons back on the glory stage, maybe somewhere down the road, you know, or a moment somewhere else. But um, hats off to Giannis and the Bucks. They absolutely deserved it. Uh, better team. Giannis put on a worldly performance. Uh, so, you know, hats off to them. They deserve to be champions. And, you know, just good for them. Uh, P.J. Tucker, you know, former son, we a lot, we like him a lot. Mike Busenholzer is actually from Arizona. He actually grew up in like an Indian reservation, middle of nowhere. So that's kind of cool. But uh, good NBA playoffs, good NBA finals uh, for the most part, unless you're a Suns fan um, like myself. But uh, overall, you now we'll see what next year brings in the NBA. You know, you got some free agents. Uh, you know, is Dame going to leave? Is he going to stay? What are the Lakers going to do to get better? So, is Kawhi going to leave or stay? So, a lot of questions going into next season. But uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And then uh, my final thing I'm going to talk about here today. Obviously, the big news coming out of Texas and Oklahoma that OU and uh, Texas are going to leave the Big 12 within the next week. Apparently, this has been going on for about six months now. They've been negotiating with the SEC without A&M knowing. That's actually kind of funny. Um, what does this mean? Well, it means a couple of things. One, uh, the SEC just gets better and better. Obviously, um, Texas is... I think I compare them to the 08 Celtics where they just hang on to one title and think they're relevant. But I do love the Steve Sarkeesian hire. I think Stark, um, I think you guys act together. I think he's going to do really well at Texas. So I do love that hire. Obviously, Lincoln Riley um, is one of the best coaches in college football. So um, I think they'll be all right. We'll see how they – you know, how Big 12 football correlates to SEC football. A&M's done okay since moving there. Obviously, they had Johnny uh, football to help them get started there. And now they have Jimbo Fisher, who's a pretty damn good coach himself. So this should be all right. Um, other teams like Missouri have struggled pretty badly in the SEC. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I think one... That's that's obviously a huge talking point, right? It's how they're going to transfer over to SEC physical defensive football where the Big 12 does not play defense at all. Um, the next thing I think is I think the SEC eventually is going to gain enough powerhouses where they're going to they're going to go off and create their own league. I really do. I think they're going to go off and create their own separate sort of NCAA, not the NCAA, but I think they're going to try and put the NCAA out of business here. Uh, There's really no need for the NCAA to exist anymore now that, you know, athletes are allowed to sign uh, endorsement deals and all that and make money pretty much. So why is the NCAA still around? Uh, I do think that's where it's heading. The SEC has just done a marvelous job of building itself over the past couple of years, and uh, I, they've just done a tremendous job. I think this is where they, you know, are going to form their own league, stick it to the NCAA, 
And I think that will be the end of the NCAA, honestly. I really do. Um, I think that's what's going to happen. So, But for the Big 12, this is a huge loss. This is almost a death punch to the uh, to the Big 12. I mean, now they're nothing more than the, the, the Mountain West without the name brands of Texas and Oklahoma. Um, you know, Texas on the football field not that relevant but they're such a big brand off the football field and they have a lot of you know support and a lot of fans just they make a lot of money they're national tv they make a lot of money for the conference so and in oklahoma obviously they run the big 12 they win it every year so now now what does the big 12 have left i mean who do you go after? Um, right now, you know, when Texas and Oklahoma's gone, who's going to run the Big 12? In football, at least. Let's just think football. Because, uh, you know, obviously basketball, you still have Kansas. Does Kansas decide to leave now, now that Texas and Oklahoma are gone? Or do they stay? Because obviously uh, football, Kansas, is a joke. But they run basketball and always will. So what happens to Kansas is another question I have. And then, you know, how do you replace Texas and Oklahoma? You know, football, it's probably – Iowa State is probably the team that's going to start running stuff. Um, they're up and coming. Matt Campbell has done a fantastic job there. He's, you know, well-respected around college football. And a lot of people think he's one of the top coaches in, in, in college football, and that's why a lot of NFL teams want him to be their coach, or at least have tried to interview him. So uh, from the football aspect, you got Iowa State. Uh, you need TCU to get back to TCU, Mountain West TCU, where they're competing for Rose Bowls. Um, they got a good quarterback, Max Dunham, this year. You know, Gary Patterson knows how to coach. Can TCU get back? Uh, Texas Tech, they weren't. They really have not ever been relevant uh, since Mike Leach getting fired there. Um, so can Texas Tech gain some ground back? Baylor obviously just won the national championship for basketball. Um, can they get their football program back? They haven't been right since the Art Biles thing. It's just a lot of what ifs. You got Kansas State, who's pretty strong. You know, they're a decent football program. Their, their basketball has fallen off ever since that Cinderella Final Four run. You know, there there is potential. I don't think it's I don't think it's the end for the Big Twelve. But they're kind of just a glorified Mountain West right now. So it's like what what do you do? Do you try to get Missouri back? They're I don't think they'll they'll leave the SEC come back, even though they're not very good in the SEC, it's just more money in the SEC, you know? So, uh, do you go after Houston or an SMU, some Texas teams, and, and try to get that old Big 12 back, the, the SWC back? Um, do you reach out to Nebraska and see if Nebraska wants to leave the Big 10 and come back to the Big 12? Nebraska is a pretty big, big brand, just like Texas, not very... Not a huge brand on the field, but off the field. Uh, I just, you know, I think there's a lot of options for the Big 12 here. Um, we'll see what they decide to do.
but I don't think it's over for them. I really don't. I think, you know, if you can build up the programs that you have in your league, you can be okay. Um, you know, like I was pointing back to, obviously Kansas State's a football school, Kansas basketball school, uh, Tech, they just lost Chris uh, Beard. So are they still going to be good in basketball? They're not very good at football. You got Oklahoma State with Mike Gundy. Uh, you know, they got decent programs for both sports. You know, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, that rivalry is is gone now. Um, so I don't know. It it hurts. It's not a good day for the Big 12, Big 12 commissioner. But I think there's some interesting options you can look at here and try to fill some voids. Obviously, you're not going to replace Texas and Oklahoma. I think that's nearly impossible for the Big 12 because of how big of brand they are, both schools. So um, we'll see what happens. I'm very intrigued. Uh, I think there's a couple options that they could they look at. But until then, I think this mainly means that the, the, the FCC is just forming a Super League and they're just going to take it to the NCAA. I really do. I wouldn't be surprised if an ACC school decides to join them like Florida State or Clemson or Miami. Um, I just don't know. Don't know what's going to happen in the next couple years. We'll see. Um, I'm really intrigued. I would actually love to be the Big 12 commissioner right now um, trying to figure out how to replace these two schools. Obviously, I wouldn't be the guy. I want to be the guy that that lost uh, Oklahoma and Texas, but, um, you know, I think there's some intriguing options out there. So, uh, but yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. Uh, I've been super busy working all that, obviously, just life, and that's why I haven't been uh, having a lot of episodes in there and whatnot, but, you know, NFL training camp is soon. College football is soon, so, you know, football's going to be back real soon, so that's the positive thing. Until then, you know, we got baseball, trade deadline coming up, and then the fallout of this Texas-Oklahoma thing. We'll see if it creates uh, just a chain reaction in in, uh, college football, Uh, but until then, guys, I will talk to you guys later. I appreciate the listen. Uh, You guys stay safe out there, and uh, we'll see you next time.